Okay, so welcome to our seventh online service together at NCF. And it's great to see all of you today. Now, some of you on the phone, so we know that you're there, but we also know that some people will listen online afterwards, some people will listen on CD, and we know some people watch the video on YouTube as well. So here's a welcome to those watching on YouTube. The latest onwards is out, and I delivered that on Friday. So there's the cover of that. Those that get the digital version will get it on Tuesday, of course. And it's the front cover that I think is brilliant this time because it's a picture of a lighthouse. And I was doing this earlier in the week. And on Thursday at the prayer meeting, several of us had pictures or scriptures about light or the lighthouse. So that's great. There's also two songs about lighthouses and being light as well today. Yesterday, some of you had one of those from me and Jill. And that's just to remind you that the house group is restarting tomorrow. So if you're able to make it, great. You don't need a booklet. You can still turn up about quarter past eight or so. Uh, just it'll be on Zoom. So if you're coming on the telephone, there will be uh, a, a, a new telephone number and there'll also be the code and there'll be a PIN number. But if you're not sure, give us a call. We'll sort it out. But this is a great book, so hopefully you'll like reading it and join us, even if you haven't got one. You can still give to NCF as well. If you want to pay by checks, just send it to Yorkshire Bank. There's an address on, our, on uh, our email. I can also give it to you. If you see me in the street and you want to give me some cash for church, I'll put it in the safe. So that'll all be great as well. Uh, several people have said how good the breakout rooms were last week. So we're going to incorporate those uh, uh, over the next few weeks as well. So hopefully you'll find those really useful. And the last notice, really important as well, like all those were, is Betty Moore's funeral is going to be a week on Tuesday at 12.30pm. I'll say lots of those things, like we say, in the email anyway. So we're going to sing a song together. We're going to sing a song in my uh, wrestling, My Lighthouse. We're going to sing that just now. Okay, tune in. Well, don't forget to put your mute on as well. Oh. In my wrestling <laughs> and in my doubts, in my failures, Sure. Oh, 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 oh. Say to sure. Oh, 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 oh. 
what tomorrow brings. With each morning I'll rise and sing. My God's love will lead me through. You are the peace in my trouble. You are the peace in my troubled sea. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness. I will follow you, my lighthouse, my lighthouse. I will trust and promise you will carry me safe to shore, safe to shore, safe to shore, safe to shore. Far before us, you're the brightest, you will lead us through the storm. For us, you're the brightest, you will lead us through the storm. before us, you're the brightest, you will lead us through the storm. before us, you're the brightest, you will lead us through the storm. My lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, I will trust and promise you will carry me. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, I will trust and promise. You carry me safe to shore, safe to shore, safe to shore, safe to shore. So let's, a few of us, just pray out loud and say, Thank you, Lord, that you are our lighthouse. Whatever we're going through, Lord. We can trust you. Stop, stop mute if you want to just pray out loud just now. Thank you, Lord, that you're our light. We can trust in you. Whatever comes in our lives day by day, you are with us. You are wonderful, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord, we just thank you for everything you do in our lives. Because without you, we can do nothing. And we just keep our eyes on you. We ask for your blessing. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that you are the great I am. And that you are in control of all that's going on in this world today. And we thank you, we have the surety of your love. We ask right now, Lord, that you will be with us as we worship you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Lord, that you are in control, um, despite what is going on around us. And we just thank you that you are our great Father. Amen. 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 Amen.
thank you, God, that when it comes to light and darkness, light always wins. The light always dispels the darkness. The darkness cannot quench the light. So I thank you for that picture of the power of Jesus at work in us every day. Lord, thank you that when you shine in us, we are those lights out and about in an in our families, well, not out and about these days, but wherever we are, mm. we're in our homes, we're in our families. When we're on Zoom, <laughs> when we're on FaceTime, when we're when we're talking to people in the queue at the supermarket or whatever, God, thank you that your light is shining through us. And we pray, God, that these lights would just burn and burn and catch fire and this whole nation would be a light for you, Lord Jesus. Mm. Amen. Our God and our Father, we do thank you that your word tells us that your word is a light. And we can say amen to that prayer as well, can't we? Yeah. So thank you, Lord, that you are listening to us wherever we are in our different places. Lord, you love us and you know us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So we're going to sing a, a hymn together now. We're going to sing, Oh, love that wilt not let me go. And I know the people that are on the phones don't have any of these lyrics in front of them. So maybe this song they'll know quite a lot of the words to anyway, because some of the words, that are, some of the songs later that are coming up, we perhaps you don't know the words to, but but yeah, this one is a really good one, isn't it, to have together. <laughs> and when we've sung this song, Eleanor's going to share with us something about her life. Oh, love that will not let me go. Cross that 
So Ellen is going to come and share now uh, something that hopefully the Lord's been laying on her heart the last few days. Hi, can you all hear me? Yes, you yeah. can. Yes, we can. Okay, great. Right. Um, uh, in all these weeks of lockdown, I've I've been trying to, you know, go deeper in certain things, and I've been reading to books and uh, listening to teachings and one thing that has stood out is something that I'm going to share now this is an extra from a book from Bill Johnson so if I can entitle what I'm saying it's a question what is our inheritance in Christ so here he says God's trust in us is measured by what he has entrusted to us God's trust in us is seen in his gift to us the Holy Spirit who is the spirit of Christ. And with his presence comes his name, his authority, his glory, his joy, his purpose, his destiny. The list of benefits is endless. And it is that third person of the Trinity who resides in us and rests upon us. How much does God trust us enough to give us the Holy Spirit? Every aspect of the life of the believer is made successful or not, according to our relationship with the Holy Spirit. The answer to everything in life really has to do with our desire and willingness to listen to and be empowered by him. All is connected to the influence of this indwelling presence of God. Any focus on our strength, our faith, our willingness to obey, our surrender, our motives is entirely wrong in some ways, they are important, but I am the focus. I'm relying on my own strength. It's about me. But when he, the Holy Spirit of Christ, is the focus, there is strength for everything I'm assigned to do. How much does God believe in you? The answer is enough to entrust the Holy Spirit to live within the living, the being of every single follower of Jesus Christ. Shift the focus from yourself to him and you will have endless courage to follow God's predetermined plan to make you successful in all things pertaining to his kingdom. I was also listening to other, lots of other teachings and other speaks and talks. And this also, I thought, is quite part of it because um, God has given us his spirit. This is our inheritance. Mm -hmm. And uh, talking of inheritance, this, per, this speaker was saying, realize what's already yours and then take possession realizing you have it doesn't mean you possess it you have to live it out big difference between ownership and possession all the promises of god belong to you so it's like an inheritance if you inherit a house it's not yours until you live in it you don't possess it until you actually move in it and live in it and i was researching uh, about verses that talk about the promises of God and there are quite a few I'll just mention quite a few uh, a few 
um, and the, the meaning of it basically rather than read them all out because they speak to me a lot in this period of time. To Peter, his divine power or his spirit has given us everything we need to live a godly life. Ephesians 1.3, he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we belong to Christ. In 1 Corinthians 2.16 and Romans 8.11, he has given us the mind of Christ because of the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. This is an incredible verse. He's given us the weapons in 2 Corinthians 10. He's given us the weapons, mighty weapons, to knock down the devil's strongholds. We have, um, the battle is in the mind, but we have the mind of Christ. We have to remember that. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18 talks about the armor of God that protects us and that also helps us to fight. And uh, in these weeks, we have prayed regularly about the armor of God and try to use every piece of God's armor to resist the enemy in time of evil. And also the Holy Spirit helps us in our distress when we are distressed, prays for us and pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. This is just a few of the things that I've been thinking and meditating on and trying to go deeper in understanding. And uh, just to summarize everything, really in these times of pandemic, there has been a rise in in fear, anxiety, and panic attacks. We need to remind ourselves daily that our inheritance in Christ through the Holy Spirit is real and powerful. If we live it out, i.e. put it into practice, then we will realize and experience that he who lives in us is greater than the one that lives in the world. Amen. That is brilliant. So, Eleanor, can you send me some of all of that? Because it looked like you were reading <laughs> Sure. Okay. So if you send it, then I'll put it on the script so everyone can just pump okay. it during the week. Would that be yep. okay? De definitely, yeah, sure. Oh, lovely. Thank you very much. Yeah, there's a lot of things you were saying there that yeah. Jill and I have been chatting about this week. And I'm okay. sure it's the same with other people. So that's a great encouragement. To you. Thank you for sharing Thanks. with us very much. That was You're great. welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. So we're going to sing you a couple of songs now together. And then once we've done that, Joe's going to lead our intercessions for us. But let's sing... Uh, into your hands I commit again. you wherever you go 
praises and joy, I'll trust in you, and I will live in all of your ways, and your promises forever. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I belong to you. You're the reason that I live, the reason that I sing. Jesus, I believe. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I belong.
worship you today in spirit and truth. Thank you for that invitation to come into your presence and worship you in the name above all names. Amen. So Joe's going to lead our, our intercessions just now. Yeah, thank you, John. Dear Lord, just want to uh, welcome you here into this uh, Zoom call, I guess, and and into each of our houses and um i thank you that you are uh an active god and that even though we're not as active as we usually are you are more active um you're just as active as you always are and um so yeah we want to come to you and ask you uh for help and uh all the things that are going on in our lives and in the world and um i want to focus a little bit on the coronavirus and the things that are being caused by it so I want to pray for uh, the communities in, throughout the UK that are struggling, the, uh, the various industries that are really being hit hard and the, the homes that are suffering and not knowing where the, the next uh, paycheck's coming from and, and all these things, Lord. We just want to pray for all these areas, these communities and these um, groups that are um, really uh, facing very uncertain times, Father, um, in the midst of this pandemic. And um, I just want to ask that you would... Uh, provide for these people, um, that you would comfort them and that you would help them to uh, strengthen one another and that you would um, just reveal your Holy Spirit in these areas and that people would um, turn to you and uh, that they would see uh, that you are a working God, you are not passive, but that they would see the fruit of your labor uh, and that people would uh, see that you are Jehovah Jireh. In Jesus name I also want to pray for the NHS that um, they are they are have a lot on their plate these days and that's no uh, that's no news to anyone it's it's uh, long been a very tough time for the, everyone who is working in the NHS so again we just want to pray that you would help them father you would give them energy you would give them uh, resources and, and workers and people to uh, assist the NHS and everyone who's working day in and day out to save lives and to uh, keep the uh, health of the population as, as good as they can. I also want to pray for the government as the government has a lot on their plate as well and they're working around the clock just as much as the NHS, I, I, I suppose, um, trying to figure out how to combat this pandemic and uh, to preserve the economy, preserve the, the nation. And um, so Lord, we just want to pray that your guidance would be with them. The wisdom of, of uh, of the great uh, Yahweh would be uh, imposed, imparted on the leaders of, in a, of our country, that you would help them to uh, think a few steps ahead and, and things aren't always clear. We don't know what's going to happen or what the consequences will be in the future exactly. But I pray that you would just give them discernment and um, that you would help them to make wise decisions. Um, and particularly Boris as well, as he's just become a father, we just pray that you would um, help him as he's got uh, a lot on his plate and um, that you would uh, give him so much blessing in the, in the form of his, his newborn child. 
and that um, him and his family can really enjoy the time that they have with uh, with their baby, him and his fiance, and um, that uh, this pandemic would not um, taint that experience. But I pray that you would um, really uh, bless him in this area and continue to work in his life, Lord, as he is um, combating everything that's going on. And um, as he is uh, leading a country, I pray that you would um, reveal yourself to him and show him that you are there willing and ready to assist him and um, and just uh, to love him in Jesus' name. Um, for the governments in Australia and New Zealand as well, who are uh, seem to be doing well with the virus, there's very few cases uh, emerging each day in these countries. I just pray that you would help them to um, really kind of finish and, and make a way out of this uh, uh, virus in, in these two countries and be able to start making steps to uh, move back into a state of normality and um, that you would help them and give them wisdom and discernment when it comes to uh, how to move forward and what to do with uh, travel and all these sorts of things. In Jesus' name. Uh, we also want to remember the places that are um, really struggling, um, that aren't always in our um uh, at the center of our view, but sometimes on the peripheral places like South America, where the economy is really uh, struggling due to this pandemic and even beforehand in various countries, uh, the economy wasn't strong enough anyway. So we just pray, Lord, that um, you would just do your do your work over there. We uh, I, I don't know what the solution is for these these big uh, complicated issues that the world is facing, but you are a, a powerful God and, and nothing is too much for you. So. We want to give that to you in Jesus' name. We want to ask that you would uh, make a way and and start working toward uh, helping the the people, the citizens in South America and the, the governments as well. And, um, yeah, that you would just, um, uh, the Holy Spirit would be there. We just, we want to put, uh, we want to pray your Holy Spirit over everywhere, everywhere that is suffering in South America, all the places that, um, you are de uh, dearly needed in Jesus' name. I also want to pray for the children and the students across the world who can't study at the moment. There's many uh, children who, uh, who, who their education might be uh, suffering quite badly because of this pandemic. And, and though we have Zoom and, and m many blessings like that that come in the form of, of the modern technology we have, it is still not the same uh, as being at school and, and being at university. So just want to pray, Lord, that you would help them as well, that you would help children to focus uh, in the Zoom calls uh, to attend them, um, that you would help them to continue their learning um, by themselves, maybe if they have to, um, and that you would help the governments to know how to move forward with um, reopening schools and, and all everything like that. Just preserve the, the future generations, Father, we pray. Um, I want to ask us all to think of someone in our life that uh, does not have a personal relationship with God. Um, let's pray that they will turn to God for help and refuge uh, in this troubled time. So let's take a, a minute or so um, to pray uh, for those people that we have in our minds. And if you want to pray out loud, then please be free to do that.
Thank you, Jesus, that even when we aren't working and we are stuck at home, that you are still working. We want to trust you and we put our faith in you today, again, uh, afresh. And we ask that you would help us to uh, recommit ourselves to you, not just uh, now, but each day that we uh, wake up and, and find ourselves uh, still in this world as it is, still in this pandemic. We just want to pray that you would help us to uh, stay faithful and committed and that we would trust in you and re recognize that you are faithful, utterly and wholly faithful. So thank you, Jesus. We receive your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks very much, Joe. So we're going to sing a song together, a uh, song that many of you will know, uh, but perhaps not everybody. And after we've sung this, then Dussel's going to bring the Bible reading for us today. And after that, Paul's going to share something from the scriptures for us as well. So we're going to sing a song, then Dussel will just straight away bring the reading, and then Paul will seamlessly uh, bring uh, the word to us as well. So we're going to sing Waymaker. Now, I know Malk's been singing this this morning, so we don't want to trouble him to do a solo or anything like that. But we know lots of people really know these words well. But again, sorry, if you're on the phone, you won't have the words in front of you. But we'll perhaps be able to do something about that in the coming days. Let's just start with the chorus. Promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are, you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here. You are here. Moving in our midst, I worship you, I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, you are here, moving in our midst. I worship you, I worship you, you are here, working in this place, I worship you, I worship you, you are white maker. You are Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here. Touching every heart. 
This is Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 to 30 from the Amplified Bible. At that time, Jesus began to say, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, and I acknowledge openly and joyfully to your honour that you have hidden these things from the wise and clever and learned and revealed them to babies, to the childish and taught and unskilled. Yes, Father, I praise you that such was your gracious will and good pleasure. All things have been entrusted and delivered to me by my Father, and no one fully knows and accurately understands the Son except the Father. And no one fully knows and accurately understands the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son deliberately wills him deliberately wills to make him known. Come to me all all you who labour and are heavy and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle, meek, and humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest, relief and ease, and refreshment and recreation and blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is wholesome, useful, good, not harsh, hard, sharp, or pressing, but comfortable, gracious, and pleasant, and my burden is light and easy to be borne. Okay, thank you, Dassel. Last week, you may remember that John asked us to consider two questions. How do we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ? And why is it difficult to die to self? Our group quickly came to the conclusion that as Christians, it's impossible without having Christ at the centre of your life. And perhaps more importantly, submitting all of your life to Christ so that he can direct your footsteps in his ways, which we know are the best, even though we, or at least I, I won't speak for the rest of you, constantly try to pull away from them. We were much encouraged that we were not alone in our struggle as the Apostle Paul sets out a similar struggle in Romans 7, from verse 15 onwards. For I do not understand my own actions, I am baffled and bewildered by them. I do not practice what I want to do, but I'm doing the very thing I hate and yielding to my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity. Now, if I habitually do what I do not want to do, that means I agree with the law. And so that chapter continues. Living a life for God in our own strength as Eleanor was telling us, is not easy, if not impossible. Paul the Apostle is confessing that here, but it is not an excuse to carry on failing. We, as Paul, must look to God for an answer. He knows that and gives Paul one here. And there are more encouraging and supportive passages throughout the Bible. And our passage today is one of them, which we'll look at in a minute. But what answer does Paul find? We need to look straight after Romans 7 at Romans 8, and we read this. Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in him as personal Lord and Saviour. 
for the law of the spirit of life which is in Christ the law of our new being has set you free from the law of sin and of death I'm sure you know how it carries on but if you don't or it's been a while since you read it then can I suggest you read it after the service it's a great encouragement and affirms that you are free in Christ if you will follow his commands. It was a passage I shared with Hazel when she was doubting that she was good enough to be a Christian. And brought a realisation, I think, that by herself she wasn't, as are none of us. But that's why Christ came and died for her and for us, so that her and our sins would be forgiven. As she, as she and we believe in him and that she could have a personal relationship with him that she had never experienced before. Hazel's last words to Mac were, I'm ready to go now. I know where I'm going. Don't worry. Would I be able to say that if I were at death's door? Would you? I hope so. Turning to today's passage, at first read it may seem a little strange, a statement from Jesus to make. Of course it wasn't because Jesus didn't make strange statements, they always had meaning and purpose. But at first glance it may appear to be a little strange. What do I mean? Well, Jesus starts off by saying, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And his answer, take my yoke upon you. In normal circumstances and with anyone else, that would seem to be just adding to your burdens, wouldn't it? Well, this is, of course, Jesus, and that makes it different. When Jesus asks you to do something, if you're following him closely, then you sit up and listen and wait for the explanation. That's why I asked for the passage to be read from the Amplified Version, because you perhaps get a more of a clue from there what Jesus is actually saying and the encouragement he is bringing. Before making his statement, Jesus clarifies who he is, just in case there are any doubts. All things have been handed over to me by my father. Jesus is clearly saying, I am the Son of God, and he is my Father. Furthermore, he makes it clear that only God fully understands him, that's Jesus, and only he, Jesus, fully understands the Father. Having established his credentials, he makes this bold statement. The Amplified Version makes it clear that Jesus was not only referring to physical burdens, but also spiritual burdens, where religious ceremony is not providing the peace they want. I want you to note the word all here. Jesus is not only speaking to possible new disciples, but also to those who are not yet Christian. To these he is offering peace through salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me following me as my disciples. A yoke, if you're too young to know, is a piece of wood shaped to be put over the shoulders of two oxen or horses to bind them together 
so that they will work as a team to pull heavy carts or to plough fields and are still used in some countries today. The interesting thing is that you can't just yoke two animals together and expect them to be a team. You have to train them to get to know each other and to work together as one unit to get the best results. And they have to be compatible with each other as well. It will be no good yoking, for example, a Shire horse and a Shetland pony. That just wouldn't work. So Jesus is saying here, if you want to, I am willing to be yoked together with you if you're prepared to learn from me and follow my ways. But don't worry, it might be too much, he carries on. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, is light. Jesus doesn't make promises he won't keep. And he's saying here, I don't promise, <coughs> excuse me, I don't promise to take away all the troubles and burdens of the world. But what I do promise is that if you take on my yoke and walk with me, I will be there with you in those times. And I will uphold you and guide you so that you come safely out on the other side in my way, which is the best way. It's a reaffirmation of the promise that God makes in Isaiah 41.10, where he says this, Do not fear anything, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured, I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand, a hand of justice, of power, of victory and of salvation. Have you placed your complete trust in Jesus or are you willing to allow him to shape and mould you so that you can be? Over this time when we're locked down, it's a good time to reflect on that as Eleanor was telling us earlier and to strengthen our relationship with God and with Jesus. Amen. If I could just take a couple of minutes. The Bible tells us that we should honour those who lead us and teach us and preach. That's my paraphrase. And uh, over the last few weeks, John and Jill have found out about Zoom. Zoom hadn't even, uh, John hadn't even heard of Zoom when this pandemic first started. And he spent hours and hours, I know, getting to know it and to put smoothly together what we hear and listen to now. So I think we've been giving, uh, or some of us have been giving claps for the NHS over the last few weeks. And I think it would be good if we as a church recognise the efforts that John and Jill have been making, not only with Zoom, but also in speaking to the church and encouraging the church and speaking to each of us in turn in various ways. So if I could just ask you to unmute yourself and if we could just give John and Jill a clap offering to uh, say thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to continue to do.
on our behalf. Thank you, John and Jill. I often follow what Paul's saying on the script, and then sometimes he comes up with something. Often he comes up with something, and, think, oh. and then he comes up with something you really feel, oh. and that was one of those things. So thank you, Paul, very much. John, John. Hello. Can I just interrupt on that? Um, something what Paul said about um, take my yoke. Um, the Lord spoke to me through his Holy Spirit and he said exactly that verse, come to me, you who are weary. But he used the word and drink from my cup. That's, and that was audible. That was so clear. But um, he used the word cup to me. So... I just felt as though, you know, I wanted to share that with you. Anyway, yeah, so. That is brilliant. Would you yeah. be able to pray a prayer like that for all of us, that we'd be able to take the cup? Would you be happy about that? Or if not, someone else will? Well, I'll, I'll try. I'll, all right, now I'll try my own way. Oh, thank you so much, Jan. I pray, Father, that um, you will help each one of us to come to you and drink from your cup to find strength in you and uh, just, just please help us to do this. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Fantastic. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. We need God's strength, don't we? Yeah. 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 So as we sort of, we're going to say a prayer together now. And what we want to try and do is say, yes, Lord, I need your yoke. It's a, an invitation for us to go for. So let's read this prayer together. Lord Jesus, thank you for your yoke. We accept your invitation to put it on and consider the joy we have in wearing it. You have called us to be near you and that is where we will stay. Close to you, hearing your heartbeat, feeling your strength, knowing your holiness, being sheltered by your love, pausing at your whisper. Let your kingdom come in our lives let forgiveness flow through us let joy bubble over in our lives day by day lord jesus be glorified as your power mercy and kindness are seen, are seen in us. You are our Saviour and Lord. We worship you, giving all we have and all we are to you. Amen. Amen.
We're going to sing one more song together just now, and that's going to be Father of Creation.
chosen to give us your yoke you are willing to be linked to us and to help us on our way in whatever you have asked us to do god thank you for the privilege of being your children of having that intimate relationship with you that keeps growing and that you keep giving into God, thank you that you always are giving, 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 giving into us. And God, I pray for us that we will take that yoke, that we will walk the path that you have given us, and we will be rejoicing and giving back to you as we go into this week, whatever that week is going to look like. God, we don't know, but you do. Amen. Amen. Amen.